I'm Chris Lindstrom, and this is the Food About Town podcast. Rochester? Well, why Rochester? Chris Lindstrom was a hoot. He was just so much fun. He never stopped talking. I mean, it was great. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. And we don't need any characters around to give the joint atmosphere. Is that clear? Because I'm a pro. That's what pros do. I'm a professional. Look it up in the book. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. And we are back with another episode of Food About Town Bites. Um, recording this the morning it's coming out on Friday, December 29th. And kind of just wanted to sit down and talk about some of my uh, some of my thoughts as we're coming towards the end of the year. Uh, some of the uh, places I've visited recently and uh, wanted to talk about some of the upcoming episodes on Food About Town. Uh, so uh, let's dive right in. So first off, starting my morning with some phenomenal coffee today. Uh, just want to give a shout out to Ugly Duck. Uh, they've been on an absolute tear of quality recently. Um, the last two, uh, guest roasters, uh, for, for everybody that doesn't know it, I mean, you should know, but, uh, ugly duck is a, uh, multi-roaster concept where they have, uh, baseline coffees, uh, both from, um, both from, uh, gimme coffee in Ithaca as their main, uh, espresso and also the shop blend, uh, roasted by, uh, Poria coffee here in Rochester, New York. Uh, but they also have a highlighted, uh, roaster, uh, I believe it's every month, but it's in that time range uh, where they go through different places. But, um, you know, it's not like every one I'm absolutely in love with because my tastes are very specific, shockingly enough. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, there's a very high quality consistency with what they do. Um, and the last two have really spoken to me so far. Um, the one prior to the one current was Loveless Coffees out of... Uh, Brooklyn, New York. And I got to say, uh, we bought, I think, four different uh, kinds of that coffee from there. Really loved what they were doing. It was pretty excellent. And I got to try uh, a new one uh, a couple days ago from their new roaster, which is a Steady State Coffee, a Steady State Roasting, and it appears they are out of San Diego. Um, and I got to say, this first one just was uh, fascinating uh, there's a new varietal of coffee that is kind of taking a lot of coffee discussion, uh, which is the Whoosh Whoosh variety. Uh, this is, you know, a, a low yield variety of coffee that has a you know very fruity profile. It's very fascinating, and uh, this one also goes through an anaerobic fermentation where it does without oxygen. Uh, this is often done in wine, but this is just concentrates all the flavors. And uh, this one from uh, uh, I'm. I apologize in advance. It's a Kurshashe, which is a Ethiopian coffee. Uh, I gotta say this one's delightful. We've been, uh, hand pouring it at home and it's been great. So, uh, definitely recommend going into ugly duck and trying some of these coffees from steady state roasters. Um, so after that uh, brief aside, uh, let's go into some end of the year thoughts. Um, the big one on my mind right now, and it's going to tie everything together is balance. Um, it's something I've been talking about, talking a lot about this last year. Uh, is balance uh, that's come through some, come through some you know little difficulties here and there, um, recognizing that there's there's only so much time uh, in every day and every week and every month 
to do the things that you care about and also have the opportunity to maintain yourself so you can be around for a long time. I know I probably mentioned this when I recorded around my birthday and stuff like that, but it's still on my mind. This doesn't, it hasn't stopped and I'm taking more steps to get towards that balance. Um, I figure let's talk about it for a minute. Um, so I've been, uh, one example, I've been, uh, I've been curling for 15 years. Uh, I'm not sure I really mention it here much, but uh, curling is a big part of, a uh, big part of my life and is something that has opened up so many opportunities for me um, from meeting my wife at curling, from getting introduced to uh, my now business partners and friends, uh, from Frankly and now Nominate, uh, that all happened because I, I love curling so much and I, I can't help myself. I have to talk about the things I love. I mean, I'm here sitting in the morning on a Friday talking to talking to all of you by myself because I, I just love talking through things and it, it's just so exciting uh, to talk about things that you love. Um, and I've been playing two nights a week basically every year since I started. Um, and I think I'm probably going to start dropping down and maybe going to practice on the weekend um, you know, we've had a lot of changes at the club and there was a lot of strife over the summer and it, it's not that the strife is what's pushing me away or reducing my time. It's that, you know, it got me out of the routine of what I was doing before the routine was the same. We, I played the same two nights with a lot of the same people and it was great. And I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, this isn't a negative to that whatsoever, but you know, my routine got broken and now it forced me to think about it more. And how do I want to proceed with something I real? I'm not, I don't want to give up. I'm not giving it up, but how do I balance the rest of my time? Because I have more passions than when I started. Uh, when I started curling, I didn't have anything else. I didn't have all the other things that are going on that are so exciting now. So, um, I'm dropping one of the nights of curling and maybe just going to go out and practice and sub more and, you know, play with more people and, get to talk to different people more often. And that's kind of exciting. It gives me the flexibility of um, choosing my own schedule beyond the one night of the week uh, that I will be playing. Um, you know, the I don't, again, I don't talk about my day job much here, but uh, my day job is going, I'm so excited about where everything's going with what I do during my day right now. Uh, I'm not going to go into details or anything like that, but uh, things are Things are just, I'm really happy with where things are and I've gotten to get to the point where I'm really utilizing my skill set to the, to a great, uh, to great effect. And I feel great about what I'm doing. Uh, and it's, it's really, uh, it's really heartening to be able to use, you know, do things that you're, that you love, do things that you're good at and get challenged at the same time. Uh, it's been uh, very rewarding getting to that point. It's been a long time coming. Um, and I feel really good about where things are at there. And that also spurs me to think about everything else because I want everything to be, I want everything to be that balanced, everything to be that good. Um, I'm greedy right now. I want, I want everything to be, um, I really want everything to be truly, uh, great in my life. And you know, it's, it's hard and it's making a lot of tough decisions. Um, uh, one of those is, uh, nominate right now. We are, uh, we're going down to one event a month starting in January 
and we're going to go for a few months and see how that's going and see how we want to proceed. Uh, we were doing every week. Um, we're doing an event every week with a different restaurant for, I think we did three or four months of doing every week. Um, I guess it was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, it it was awesome to do that much and be able to support a lot of small restaurants during that process. Uh, but it's, uh, it's also very challenging, uh, working with that, uh, with that amount of places, um, and working through everything and, it's part of the joy and part of the challenge of doing it. Um, and we had to slow down uh, to be able to at least keep on going. So we're, uh, we're slowing down to one a month, um, trying to bring you new places most of the time and really uh, keep on highlighting some of the places that need to be highlighted. Um, excited about that. And then we'll see where we are after a few months and make some more decisions as we go. Um, you know, we'll, we'll come back with the rest of the team and have a discussion about, you know, we're coming up on three years. Uh, this is three years of doing Nominate from starting with uh, starting with delivering every meal, driving and waiting for waiting for our first COVID vaccines uh, to now having done it for three years. Um, it's very exciting to know that we've done that and very gratifying to know that we've done this for three years and regardless of anything else that we're very proud of what we've done and the little slice of good that we've brought to the community. And we're, we're very happy about that. So um, hopefully we'll see you at our next event at black button distilling on uh, January 11th, um, bring you something completely different uh, that probably nobody's done an event with before. And we're really excited about that. So uh, hopefully we'll see you there and talk about it more then be awesome. Um, and then uh, a lot more news to come about uh, about the Lunchador Podcast Network. Uh, Matt, Austin, and I have been doing a lot of work in the background, uh, getting things prepped for uh, what's to come for our official Podcast Network launch. Uh, so there's there's more to come about that. Uh, we've been doing a lot of work, and it's uh, it's it's another thing where you're getting something off the ground and something you've cared about for a long time. Um, now being able to bring that to the world and highlight people doing great works and try to grow together and build a real community here in Rochester, it's uh, it's another thing that is bringing me a lot of energy. And the people that have joined the network are the ones that have uh, brought me back to a lot of positivity about doing my own podcast, doing Food About Town, uh, doing more interviews, doing more on my own. Uh, the energy and the positivity brought by all these people into my life uh, has been such a, you know, I don't, I don't use the words, you know, I'm not, I'm not a religious person. I don't use the word blessing very much, but it really has been such a huge positive energy in my life um, this year. And I'm very proud to now call these people friends and be a part of, what they do and amplifying what they do. And it's been very heartening. So, um, I don't, that's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, I need to maintain myself and keep myself healthy in, you know, mentally and physically. So part of this balance is working on all that as well. And we're, you know, making positive steps. And that's, that's about as much as I'll say right now. And I'll go into detail another time, but, um, don't want to make this too long. So, uh, let's dive into some recent, visits I've had around 
uh, Rochester and Buffalo. Um, couple new spots that I went to uh, that are you know only a couple months old, I believe, uh, is a couple places from the uh, West Asian, uh, West Asian slash Central Asian regions. Um, I know often they'll be categorized as Mediterranean uh, food, but uh, I try to be specific when we're talking about all that stuff. So uh, recent visits, uh, one was uh, Anatolia's, which is up on up in, near Seabreeze, and it is the second uh, Turkish uh, restaurant in Rochester. Uh, we have uh, the original Ash Evi over on Ridge and Culver, uh, Ridge and Clinton, sorry, North Clinton, sorry. Um, and they have a second location in Henrietta, the new Asa Bakery, uh, which is also really great. That's over on uh, West Henrietta Road. I uh, highly recommend you make visits to both of those places. And uh, now Anatolius has opened. Uh, went and stopped for a quick meal. Um, just got some takeout. Um, like what they're doing. You know, some of the fresh made breads are really excellent. And I'm excited to go try more from them. And the other one was uh, Arian's uh, Mediterranean Kebab and Grill. Uh, this is on Monroe Ave. This is in the location of the old Monroe Kebab, if everybody, if anybody remembers that, uh, which was uh, really tremendous at the time and one of the places that was I, I thought was absolutely killing it. But, you know, unfortunately they didn't, uh, didn't make it. And now there's another place in there, and they are doing Afghan food, which is very exciting. Uh, we have a very limited amount of Afghan food here in Rochester, a little bit more than Turkish, surprisingly. Uh, but uh, right now it's, uh, I believe it's a Bamiyan kebab over on Crittenden Road, uh, which has a little grocery store. Uh, there is the uh, Bread Dough Bakery, and I believe they're either just launching or about to launch actual um, uh, more food-based options there. And I believe that the Mediterranean Kebab House has some roots at the same time as well. Uh, went, stopped, and grabbed you know, a little falafel wrap from Arians. I thought everything was really tasty. And uh, they're also doing some weekly specials, which got me very excited. Uh, I think it was on Sundays they're doing... Um, I looked up the pronunciation. I'm sure I'm still not going to do it properly, but it's Kabli Palau. And it's um, it's kind of like, you know, we, we've... You know, we've uh, eventually things get absorbed into English and we'll call them like pilaf and things like that. And it's kind of like that uh, seasoned rice with carrots and currants and raisins and maybe saffron and steamed with chunks of lamb and everything like that. And it's, you know, a celebration dish. And it's really exciting that that's coming to Rochester uh, on a you know limited basis. But I think that's that's special too. doing it limited makes a lot of sense to me. It's a lot of work to do it the right way. Um for uh for Christmas Eve, I was out in Buffalo and finally got a chance to eat some food from Home Taste uh, Chinese in Kenmore, which is right near our pickup location for Nominate uh, over at uh, the Nowhere Lounge right in Kenmore on Delaware. Uh, really love the stretch of stuff over there right now. It's very exciting, the food that's on that stretch from what uh, Nowhere Lounge is doing from Fatty Beer, which has been a great after after event host to us and a host here in Rochester for uh, our nominate team uh, to home taste, which is a lot of home style Chinese food. Um, looked like there was some, you know, some Sichuan and some uh, Northwestern Chinese flavors. I had some Northwest Chinese flavored noodles, which were really delicious. 
I'm excited to explore more of that menu. I know they have a great reputation in Buffalo and hope we'll get a chance to work with them uh, for a nominate in a future uh, Buffalo event as well. Um, and that was great. And then the rest of that stretch has uh, Jay's Artisan Pizza, which is no longer owned by Jay Langfelder, uh, but is continuing to be excellent. Um, speaking of which, Jay's opened a place in Buffalo as well. Um, hoping to have him on the podcast soon to talk about that because uh, I've loved what Jay's been doing for years. Um, so, yeah, and then also uh, I think it's uh, uh, La Divina, the uh, uh, Mexican place over on uh, over on Delaware, which is also excellent. I try to go there, you know, every other event to go get some tacos after our events, and it's pretty excellent stuff. So uh, check out Kenmore. There's some really cool stuff going on there right now. Um, so uh, I guess I just want to finish out with uh, talking about some of the upcoming podcasts for Food About Town. Um, I think I might have mentioned these some of these last time. Uh, I've had to interject with some, you know, quicker episodes and been planning and scheduling and editing. So these should all be coming out in the first few months of the year. I know we're going to have some pressing stuff that needs to jump ahead of this, uh, new openings and things like that, but they're all still coming. So I just wanted to let you know about uh, episodes that are coming out for Food About Town. I uh, got the Chef Cruz from uh, Shell Restaurant. He finally uh, found a physical location. I know he's got a long way to go before he opens, but uh, my interview with him will be out. Um, talked with uh, my buddy uh, Adam Peterson from Normal Barbecue in Lima. And uh, excellent, excellent stuff. I uh, had a great conversation with him. That'll be coming out in January. Um, soul, my discussions with uh, Soul Fusion, uh, Philo Event Planning, uh, Jasmine Singer coming up. Uh, I think one of the first ones will be my discussion with Gina Finelli on uh, the state of New York cannabis. This was recorded a month or month and a half or two months ago. So things have changed. I will put a primer in front of that to let everybody know that, yes, uh, dispensaries have started opening, but this was a recording at the time, and I think the mentality was still worth, it's going to be worth publishing, and I'll put a primer ahead of that. Uh, and then also, I'm going to pop up some of my appearances on some of the other Lunchador Podcast Network shows. Uh, did a uh, appearance on the Level Up Coffee podcast where I made a bunch of coffee liqueurs, and that was a good, bun- a good bit of fun. And we're gonna bring you, um, gonna bring you the last episode of our series on punches and popcorn, doing the John Wick series of movies. We did a two-parter on John Wick Four. We're gonna bring that to you uh, on the Food About Town feed, and you'll see more from other Lunchador shows coming up as well. Uh, you'll see little ads for uh, other shows popping in, and I really hope you check them out because we're uh, we're working really hard to bring you. Uh, people doing great work in our area. And yeah, we'll, we'll expand beyond that at some point, but right now we're really focusing on people building positive things in Rochester. Uh, and it's a very exciting time. So um, I guess we're going to wrap up there and want everybody know just to, just to pay attention for the upcoming news on Lunchador. Um, when we do our official launch, I would really appreciate it. If you push it out to everybody, you know, it's, um, scary and exhilarating to launch something like this. And we're really proud of what we're doing, the shows that are joining and going to be a part of what we're doing. So uh, I look forward to telling you so much more about that on this feed and the new just can't not podcast feed, where we're going to be talking to people building community in Rochester and beyond, not just people on our network, 
Um, but really starting to dive into people of all different angles, whether it's media people, whether it's politicians, whether it's, you know, volunteers, whether it's people, you know, that run organizations, it doesn't matter. If you're doing positive things, we're going to want to talk to you. So if any of you are that, let me know. We'd love to have you on and talk about what you're doing to um, make Rochester a better place or wherever you are, make that a better place uh, for the people that are there or your community. So um, let's wrap up for today. Thank you for listening. And now we're going to jump into the outro. Thanks for listening to the Food About Town podcast. If you aren't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Go to your podcast app of choice and make us your favorite podcast by subscribing and leaving a review if you can. Music for the podcast was created by the fabulous Taurus Savant. You can hear more of his work at taurussavant.bandcamp.com and make your presence known by seeing him perform live. Food About Town is a proud member of the Lunchador Podcast Network. Oh no, here comes McKenneth! This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. Happy New Year!